everybody. I'm your host, Ricky. This is my co-host, Ashley. And we, you're drinking coffee with Bearded Bad Dad this morning. And this morning we're trying a different coffee than we normally drink. Woo! <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not too excited about it. I don't like new things, um, but I'm I, of course I like new things. I'm just worried about this coffee. So we're gonna I mean, try it out. It looked really good when I was pressing it. It smells good. Jessica, thank you for the suggestion. I don't even know what the brand is. What What's the brand? It's uh, Roastery. Uh, it's a Kansas City coffee company. Here's to you. Smooth. I like it. That's <laughs> the person that doesn't like new things. It's not as good as my regular coffee. And we'll just tell everybody what my regular coffee is. Starbucks Pike Place. And I, the reason why I like Starbucks Pike Place is because it's the darkest roast that I could find available that I like. And it's uh, what started it out is my wife likes to drink coffee from different different coffee places. And she's like, here, try this. Here, try this. And I found one that I liked and we couldn't find it in stores anywhere. So we, well, we did find it in the stores. It's just a little bag. But and it was like crazy expensive. Yeah, so we we ended up finding uh, Pike's Place at like Sam's Club, mm-hmm. and so that's where we get my coffee is Sam's Club. But I could be dissuaded to switch to this. It's a little cheaper, isn't it? Uh, by like a dollar. And I do have to say, it's not near as full bodied and and dirty. Well, and I think this is like um, a light to medium roast. And yeah. It's a whole bean, like it's whole bean, and so like Jessica, like freshly ground. Oh, the thank beans. you, thank so, you. Like when you're, like when I'm pressing it, yeah, you can hear it, like you can hear it against the glass where like your Starbucks. That's you can't neat. Hear it against the glass, so. I, what I I like, I, I like I like that Starbucks. It's a nice and it's nice and silky, and it's got uh, it's got some dirt in the bottom of the glass. When you're done, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of I love it. Uh, anyway, uh, to this morning, we got a, a good, a good show for a plan for you guys. We want to talk about some things, but first we want to kind of, how was your week? Um, it was a long week for a short week, like a short work week. <laughs> yes. I am so wore out I, and I have no reason why there's absolutely no reason why I'm wore out, but I think it has a lot to do with the weather. It's, we got an inch of snow outside so far. Um, it'll be melted by the next snowstorm, but we're supposed to get another one Monday. Yeah. Another one Monday. It's three, three to five inches, I think is what they're saying right now, but depending on which channel you listen to, it's anywhere between a dusting and 81 inches of snow. So, um, we could be, we could have a very beautiful day or a a blizzard. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we get for living in the Midwest. Absolutely. You can experience all three seasons in one day. My week um, started, obviously, with the holiday on Monday. We had New Year. Uh, It was, we didn't do anything special for New Year's Eve. It didn't even seem like New Year's Eve. One of the things that I really did like about New Year's Eve that we don't normally do is we watched a little bit of the ball drop. And I was shocked to see 30 Seconds to Mars on the 
show, and I, I love 30 Seconds to Mars. I'm a big fan. Uh, used to be a big fan. I don't quite listen to him much anymore because it's... I think you're more of a Jared Leto I fan. am. I love Jared Leto. He's such a character. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. He's just a character. And he has been since... I, I mean, I, I've been a fan of Jared Leto since before he was a big deal in, in Hollywood. I, of course, I, I only knew him from music. And then uh, there was a, a couple movies that he played in. And I was like, hey, that's Jared Leto. And then he was in The Joker. And I, I don't, I didn't like his role in the Joker, but it's okay. Um, was it the Joker? No, he played the Joker. Did, yeah, he played the Joker. In, yes, that's right. That's right. It's, that's how unlikable that character was. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm, I'm, I, he, he did an okay job. It's not for me. I'm, I'm more of the classic Joker fan. You know, um, my, my favorite Joker was. Um, I can't even remember his name. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Mm -hmm. That was it. My favorite. Yeah. And before that, the guy was uh, the back. That back in the TV show, he was kind of nuts, but he was funny. Yeah. And um, Jared Leto just, you know, he, he just brought that crazy persona right out, didn't he? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was very shocked to see Thirty Seconds to Mars on the New Year's Eve show. I thought that was pretty neat. And, they had uh, a lot of good, a lot of good music. Older music. I, I was that was that was what was surprising to me was all the older music that yeah. they had, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, obviously an older guy, so I, I liked it. Yeah. It was. I, I probably won't turn it into a, uh, a, a tradition, tradition because <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting there watching the ball drop and everybody having fun, and I'm like. I mean, what's wrong with us? We're boring. Yeah. What did we do? We had we had sliders for New Year's Eve. That weren't very good. Yeah. I mean, uh, so the sliders that we had before those sliders were awesome, but... Well, and it's not because I made the sliders. It's They were pre-bought. And they were they had no fat sliders, in them. Sliders, yeah. It, they were like little hockey pucks. Yeah. They were like little uh, baby meatloafs. Yeah. <laughs> on a... Uh, on, on a bun and it was good but it wasn't great like i'm used to and your cooking is your cooking normally blows my socks off so yeah. I, like uh was it wednesday's dinner we had was it wednesday or thursday we had chicken fried chicken and it was oh wow it was amazing yeah uh, like the kids the kids will always be honest and tell me about my cooking if it's bad or good i think they get that from me because you know a lot of some some people are, are they they t oh you know it's so good it's so good mm, you know even when they're eating a burnt piece of toast or something they don't think it's very good they'll tell their significant other oh it's so wonderful and I'm not like that primarily because I if I don't like it I don't want you to cook it again yeah and if I I don't want to send you any mixed signals or anything like that I'm just gonna tell you hey I don't like this yeah like okay. sometimes Sully will like try to go around my feelings and like. I think he's, I always said, like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Absolutely. Like, he'll be like, well, I think, I think it's just missing some, some sauce or some, some spice. And I always have to tell you, cause you're not getting, I'm, he doesn't like it, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh no, I like it. It's just, it's not very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we played some Uno. 
too. A little bit, not not too much. Mom kept winning and wasn't very much fun, but maybe it's because I could see Sully's hand right beside me. Oh no, no, that's, that's not it. <laughs> I was gonna say you should have told him. <laughs> uh, we had some crazy happenings this week. Uh, we we uh, Epstein file drop release, Jeffrey Epstein release. I, I haven't really dug into that a whole lot. Just you know what I've gotten from the YouTube channels that I watch, independent media. I, I don't pay attention to the whole whole lot of the mainstream media. We had the the Jeffrey Epstein file drop, and there wasn't anything in it so far that I've seen that's too shocking. Um, most everybody that has been named in there, we already knew were creeps. Um, Bill Clinton speaking about you. Um, oh, wow. He was mentioned within the first, uh, Trump was mentioned within the first, you know, couple pages there and, uh, nothing implicating him, but it's just the, all these people are around this guy and you're telling me nobody knew, right? You're, you're, you're telling me that, uh, nobody saw this guy with the 15 year old girls, 16 year old girls, just hawking them to all his friends. That's gross. It is really gross, and I, a lot of these people are still still representative of not only our government but our entertainment industry and all all, all manners of things. It's just it's gross. It's very gross and disturbing. And we'll have more on that as it as it develops. They're they're rolling out releases of the files, and they're not really files. Just you know, court documents stuff like that and depositions and I don't know why they're rolling it out like they are um, maybe to ensure everybody pays attention or or something I have no idea but that was that was some information that dropped this week that you know we've been kind of waiting on and waiting on and waiting on and once it kind of dropped it wasn't it wasn't disappointing by any means but it was it, it, it was a little disappointing to see some of those names in there that that just and what what the information was in there and what it says and nothing happened to these people um and i i get that you know bill clinton and and a, a lot of the other friends of and associates of jeffrey epstein really didn't do anything and they're not really implicated in these court documents but it's they're they had to know what was going on. Yeah, especially, I mean, Bill Clinton admitted to being on his plane several times, going to dinner, and this, you're, you're telling me that guy didn't know? I'm, I'm, I, there's a lot of things that I don't know about my friends. I don't know a, a lot about their private you know, home lives. I don't know a whole lot about that, but it, it, it seems to me that Jeffrey Epstein flaunted that stuff absolutely flaunted it and he wanted everybody to know hey you want a girl you come to me and 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 for years nobody spoke up about it who's going to protect our kids if we don't you know it, it's ridiculous it's it's gross very gross and sad so let's uh, talk about cat williams oh my goodness oh my goodness so cat williams was on club shay shay which is it's a podcast. It's a great podcast. I like it. I, but, of course, I'm a big fan of Shannon Sharp. He's Uncle Shannon. He's great. 
Um, he's always been funny. I've always loved his personality. I really like the way that guy dresses. He's a sharp dresser, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it, but he was on Club Shay Shay, and you haven't listened Skip. to it. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I, I And I loved that show. It's as Skip Bayless got a little preachy for me and yeah. a little disingenuous. You could tell he, he didn't even believe some of the things that he was saying. And ultimately, it kind of ruined the show. And Shannon Sharp went his own way, I think. I think that show's over now. I don't I don't remember. But I certainly don't watch it if it's not over because of just the division there is what they want to try to sell. They want to try to sell the arguments and the division. And I Skip Bayless comes across extremely disingenuous sometimes. But it is what it is. It's his show. Whatever. But Cat Williams was on Club Shay Shay. And you haven't watched. Have you watched any of it? I have not. I've just seen um, people talking about it on social boy, media. Boy, boy, he came right out of those gates, just uh, firing, firing, name dropping. Name, is what I uh, yes. Oh my goodness. A lot of people in the industry that we know, not what well, we don't know personally, obviously, but a lot of people in the industry that we've heard of, that we've you know watched and we're fans of. He's calling them out, and I believe him. I believe everything that he's saying, except maybe the drugs, him not being on hardcore drugs. But then again, every time you see Cat Williams, he's acting and behaving the same way, right. like like Cat Williams. He's he's not. Uh, he's very genuine. He's what you see on stage is the Cat Williams that I believe you get mm-hmm. when you run into him in real life, and he's that funny all the time, and he's witty, and uh, but he name dropping name dropping and and just calling everybody out you know that, that a lot of people that have been on Shannon Sharp's podcast had said these things about Cat Williams and he wanted to kind of go on there up. and set the record straight and boy did he well and i don't think that like i know i haven't watched it but i mean even with him calling people out like i think he called out like Cedric the Entertainer. He did, absolutely. And Steve Harvey. But I don't think that that's going to keep people from watching still those watching people. Them, yeah. And, you know? and well, Cedric the Entertainer's not really all, been all that popular of, like a, of the, a personality uh, as, a, as a comic. I, I, I don't really think he's funny, but, you know, certain, certain things and certain things that he's acted in, I think is funny, but. He uh he's not he's not Cat Williams that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Cat Williams is hilarious. He had a uh, he had a joke one time. I I can't remember what was on his first or second chronic, the Chronicles, the Pimp Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember if it was on the first one or the second one, but he was talking about a person with no legs that had what he called bent back paper clips. Poor little Tink Tink is what he called him. Yeah. Oscar Pistorius is his name. Uh, poor little Tink Tink. He was talking, he made a little joke about Oscar Pistorius and, and his bent back paper clip legs. They called him Blade Runner in the Olympics and everything. And they said he had a, what was that, an unfair disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. And they cleared that up then. Yeah. And actually, that, you know, unfair advantage. What do you mean? The guy's got no legs. And then they're like, oh, they called it an unfair advantage, not an unfair disadvantage. Yeah, an unfair okay. advantage. He had an unfair advantage because his legs were like springs. Yeah. So, um, it, I don't know. He's got no legs. So, I 
I'd say allow it. But that's just me. But <laughs> anyway, Oscar Pistorius was released from prison. Uh, let's see, what's the date today? It's the 6th. So he was released from prison yesterday. I think he did 11 years. So it doesn't seem like it has been that long. If you guys are unfamiliar with Oscar Pistorius, look him up. Uh, there's Isn't there some kind of documentary about... Uh, what what transpired what he was he was accused of murdering his girlfriend and he was convicted i'm not sure what he was convicted of if it was manslaughter or involuntary involuntary involuntary. i don't remember what it was what he was convicted of but they just let him out of prison and uh, anybody that's familiar with the story will know he should still um in my opinion he should still be in prison um there was no no but it, 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 you just have to learn about the case and he uh he was released for prison and i just thought that was kind of you know cat williams on wednesday and oscar pistorius being released on friday and i'm whoa big week in uh, entertainment news yeah um paul mitchell paul mitchell lost a son this week angus angus mitchell and i don't you said you didn't know who paul mitchell was but he's the hair guy you know you open your mom's cabinet and Mm -hmm. she's got paul mitchell products that's uh he also used to own patron the tequila company patron he used to own them uh he recently sold them i believe uh but yeah same guy Hmm. his son angus died over the week and uh that's the kind of worthless information and news i i see I pay attention to a lot of stuff. I just, I can't talk about it with anybody. I don't have anybody to talk about geopolitics. That's kind of one of those boring things that nobody likes to talk about, but I find it fascinating. And I mean, if you want to get into local happenings, um, there was a report of a naked guy walking down the road near our (laughs) casino (laughs) yesterday in the snow. So there's a, a local Facebook page that we have, and it's crime alerts and stuff like that and happenings around town. We get these little Nixle alerts on our phone from the police department that tell us, stay away from this area, stay right. away from that area, traffic accident here, uh, traffic accident there, stuff like that. But anyway, so on this Facebook page, they listen. there's a few people in town that listen to the police scanner and update that that page just to keep everybody aware of where everything's happening to stay out of these areas and they posted something about a naked guy being out running around at the casino (laughs) and you know those things aren't shocking to us because it's happening all the time now and i i don't know it's it's just an uptick in drugs i think and 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 the economy and how bad that is but it's nuts. Well, and the, the funniest thing I think I've seen this week on that crime alert page was that uh, structure fire at somewhere here in town from a, a church, essentially, is where the structure fire was coming from. And then it was like, oh, no, it's just steam from the chimney. Oh, that's funny. Well, you remember we were driving down the road the other day. Yeah. By our house, there's a big lottery sign. And it tells um, you the Powerball. And the by Mega big, billion. I mean it's a billboard and it's an electronic billboard, and the giant numbers on it are bigger than my car. And so, it's all lit up bright and red at night, and it's no normally not that big of a deal. But when it's foggy, you're misting out. It looks mm-hmm. like you fire. know from it looks like fire from back. I said, "Oh, look, there's a fire!" Oh no, it's just a sign. <laughs> Looks like 
that building was on fire behind it, but right or in front of it. Right. Um, but so the, the stuff like that happens all the time and I've never seen that happen. I've not been around when anything like that's happened, but you could attribute that to mental illness, uh, drugs, uh, the economy, you know, stuff like that. And maybe it, it somebody is, was just really hot and they wanted right, to go for a job. Right. It is sad, but at the same time, it's from the outside looking in, it's humorous. Or maybe they won a big jackpot at the casino and they were just like, I'm going to, I'm going to run around naked because I'm, you know, a thousandaire. Yeah. Let's just, let's think about what I would do if I won twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 in a casino. You know, I would, uh, it'd be the best night of my life. For a minute, a minute. <laughs> for a minute, because I'd be like, oh, I got bills, you know, I'm going to have to pay taxes on this, you know. Yeah, like, uh, party's over. Yeah, you're happy for a minute until you learn, oh, a third of this is going to Uncle Sam. I don't even get to keep all of it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't gamble. I, that's one of those things I just... I know I've never gotten into, I've done it a couple of times and I lost $5 of my own money one time and I got sick, yeah. but it, it, I didn't get physically sick. Obviously I just felt sick. I didn't, uh, I was like, man, I could have gotten a pack of cigarettes with that. Well, and I played, I mean, the only time I've ever gambled was, I think it was that same day I had went in and I put like a dollar fifty into like a penny slot machine won seven dollars. I was like, okay, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm ahead. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but, I come uh, from a family of gamblers and I seen the I don't come from a gam uh, a gambling family. I do come from a gam uh, family of degenerates though. So <laughs> No, I seen what gambling does to families, so <laughs> I'm I'm out on that. Uh, the biggest thing is I don't have any money to lose. You well, know, it's just wasteful to me. It is. I could buy, you know, coffee. I I've said that on more than <laughs> one occasion. I could buy coffee with that. Yeah. Uh, but the name of the show, the name of this episode this week is going to be "What Village," and we want to talk about. You know, it takes a village to raise children. It really does. And in, in my opinion, it takes a village. And if anybody offers you parenting advice, parenting help, if you don't think, if you don't like the, the, the advice or, you know, the help you're getting, you know, it. take it and take it for what it is and, and love it. Because next thing you know, you're going to be in a position where you need that help and it's not there. And we run into that problem a lot. We don't have a village per se. Uh, we have. We we're starting to get a little, a little middle size village going on now because we've kind of opened up our hearts a little bit and told everybody, hey, you know, this. Uh, for instance, your cousin Jessica. I know she. I know you're listening, Jessica, and uh, we love you. Thank you very much for everything that you do for us. We got to throw Sean in there too. You know. Well, yeah, of course. Well, Sean's part of the package. Yeah. You know, Sean comes with the, comes with the, the, but he's so quiet, you know, sometimes he doesn't let himself shine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, with, with Jessica, it was, you know, it was very hard for me to allow her to come in and 
say, Hey, you know, I'm willing to help, you know, and, and it was, it was very hard for me to let go. And the reason for that is because we've been on our own for so long that it's just, it, when somebody offers the help, it doesn't even seem real. And, you know, at, at this point in time in our lives, when people, you know, when they say, Oh, you know, give us a call. It, it feels like just one of those things that people say. say yeah. Yeah. And if you need anything, give us a call, you know, and then, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to need anything, you know, I'm not going to call, which is why you said, yeah, you know, but if I ever did need anything, there are a few people that will drop and run for us. And one of those people, uh, I, I spoke with Lindley over, uh, I spoke with Lindley yesterday and, uh, he said, thank you for the shout out on, on our last episode. Oh, about our can opener. Yes, the can <laughs> opener. And I, I, I said, you'll have to remind me. I don't know. I don't even remember what I said last week. And then he told me, I was like, oh, yeah, I said, I said P238, which is a gun. What I meant was P38. Thank you, Lindley. And thank you for the phone call. I loved it. I love, you know, we've got big plans for the future for the show. So, um, but anyway, we want to talk about the village and what is a village? Well, to me, a village is just everybody helping each other with life. Absolutely. So to me, a village is a conglomerate or a bunch of people, you know, a family that even when they don't want to get together and help for the good of the whole, the whole community, the whole family, whatever. Um, I lost my village when I was a kid. I don't know how I lost it, but I don't think I ever had one. But, uh, boomer parents. My mom was my, so growing up, my parents were kind of hippies, but my mom worked. She was a workaholic when I was little. And so she was always at work. And, you know, I, my, I, my father figures that I had in my life weren't around often. And when they were, they were drunk and God love him. He was a drunk, but he was fun. Uh, but, uh, so I didn't have a village growing up. And then when you met me, it's, I didn't have a village when you met me either. No. Which was kind of, you were like, oh, that's kind of strange. You know, it's guy, this guy's got kids and, you know, and an ex-wife and nobody mm. likes him. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm having a bad day, I think about those times and, and, uh, you've been here for me every step of the way here. We are 17 years later and we've never been on vacation by ourselves. What the hell? I can't get you away from these kids to save my life. I love them, but, uh, Sometimes you just want to go alone with your, your woman. You know what I'm saying? And then you're like, where's my village? Yeah. Where is my village? Where is your village? That I can trust, you know, more than 24 hours. Right. <laughs> and it's not that we don't trust you, Jessica, mm -hmm. Sean, your brother, you know, and his wife and well, his wife. Cody, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. Well, and you know, it's. It's not really about trusting people, I guess. It's just uh, 
trusting trusting everybody in this situation if you can, if you trust the people you don't trust the kids yeah like, if you trust the kids you don't trust the people like sometimes i think oh these kids will take advantage of these people yes like, yeah you know? well think about if you took if, if you dropped well i mean just remember you know, when we had we went to tennessee for graduation and we left sully caleb and rocket with my mom and they took a complete advantage Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So we did go somewhere on our own. But it was only like it really wasn't vacation. No, it was it was a it was a graduation. But it was fun. Yeah, I had fun. And the graduation was hilarious. It was it was funny at that graduation. The difference between that graduation and let's just say Caleb's graduation where it was you know, 400 some odd graduate graduating kids and versus 30. And well, I think there's more than 30 there. That's a pretty big graduation. It, it was, but the school served the whole County. No. Oh. So, you know, it was, it, but the, and I, I don't want to sound mean or anything. The guy that was doing the commencement speech, he had a, he didn't have a speech impediment, but he couldn't read that night because he was so nervous. Yeah, I was like, I think it was more of a nervous. Yeah, he was situation. so nervous, and I feel bad, but it was it was funny. That part was funny. He got through it though. That's um, good. But the the they so in order to have enough time between everybody walking up there, the the woman doing the announcements had to <laughs> say each individual <laughs> syllable, or you, you know what yeah. I mean. So she. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> my niece's name it. is Tamara. And so she, she said, Tamara, and I won't say her last name, but Tamara last name. <laughs> and so she was saying it out like that to kind of draw it out. So they'd have time to walk up there, yeah. get their papers. And <laughs> it was kind of a mess, but it was great. It was a good time. It was hot yeah. out there. It was I, I loved it. I'm, I'm, I mean, I had a great time. That was one of the things that we've done alone. So graduation, we went to a graduation yeah. alone, 17 years. That's woo. In know. a place we've been several times. Right. So well, like I, I love that place. So uh, um, I'm from, well, I've, I've, I've lived here in the Midwest my whole life. You know, I've lived in the same little area, this little, I guess you could say 10 square mile area for my whole life. So, but I travel. I love into California multiple times. I love California. I just don't like the people in California most of the time. I, I, I say that. I don't like the people outside the service industry. The people inside the service industry, everybody that I had to deal with when I went out there to San Francisco a couple of years ago was great. Everybody was great. And I, it was during COVID and there was all kinds of restrictions. So I, I'm sure part of that was just wanting to make money but um that was one of those things you had to stay home and i went to san francisco you had to stay home with the younger kids and i took caleb to san francisco for a wedding for his sister's wedding and i would have loved everybody to be there and i was so homesick during that vacation and it was because we don't have a village my mom passed away, and even before my mom passed away, you know, we could leave the older kids with my mom. Could you leave Rocket with my mom? Oh, I don't 
don't know. He's pretty wild. He is pretty wild, and a lot she of that has, a lot of that's my fault. But and she had cats and stairs. Yes, yes, and Rocket, bless his heart, he's on the go all the time. Go, 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 go. And I am thirty-eight. I'll be thirty-nine in just a few months, and it wears me out. He wears me out on a daily basis. In when even when he's not doing anything, he wants you to play, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm good with that. You know, I'm, I love playing with the little guy. He's like, you want to run? Yeah, <laughs> that's one of his favorite things. Like we like to run from one room to the other, and then jump up on the bed, and then you know, it's it's a whole thing, and that goes for half hour, forty five minutes, and he loves it. But uh, it it wears you out, and you take him out of this situation and you let's say take him to a place like my mom's you know my mom's not alive anymore but if she was if we took him over there she wouldn't be able to do those type of things she'd be able to do grandma things with him but one of the things that we have trouble with is people not paying enough attention to rocket and people shutting him in you know stay in here let's sit down and you know trying to keep him in the in the room and he's very curious, and so like keeping him in one spot um, doesn't work well for him because then he doesn't like it. Absolutely. So, uh, but so what? Where? What is a village? Where is our village? Where is? Where do you think your village went? You had a village at one time. Well, I mean, I just think. Like in my family, I'm I'm the younger sibling. I'm the youngest of my family. And there's only two of you. Yeah, my brother and my sister-in-law. You know, they live over an hour away. Um, all my relatives are like, even cousins are like, twenty years older than me. Yeah. And so, so. like, you know, I don't, I don't think they could keep up with our yahoos <laughs> no and if they could keep up with them they are yahoos that outsmart them and my and my mom manipulate has them multiple health issues and yeah. she does try like she'll volunteer like oh you know like if you need if you need me to keep the kids for a couple hours while you go do something but like a couple hours is or don't feel good because her, you know, it's kind of on a whim. Like you don't know from day to day if she's going to feel like it or not. So, and, and which we do, we do understand. She's sick. She's got mm-hmm. some ailments and stuff. But that doesn't, you know, when I'm sick or, or having it, that doesn't prevent me from being a parent. You know, why does it prevent you from being a grandparent? And uh, I, get, I sometimes get jealous of some kids that have grandparents, and because I'm like where's our village we don't have our kids don't have grandparents that are in their lives all the time and i I think a lot of that has to do with uh working being a working unit um my mom always worked my whole life your mom always worked your whole life you know uh but when we were kids you know we were who who babysat us all the time you know who babysat you grandparents right uh, my grandparents babysat me until my siblings were old enough to do it. And and by old enough to do it, I mean old enough to say they were going to do it and not actually do it. <laughs> Sis. 
I don't know if she watches, but if she does, I'm talking about you, Tina. I love you. Uh, but anyway, so our village is extremely small. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I could call my brother and say, hey, I've got to take off to some some place Timbuktu I got Ashley and I are going to be gone for two weeks can you take the kids in that sort of situation yes we could leave you know we have a small village small enough to in an emergency like that we could do it but it's not without calling and saying okay you're going to have them this day take them here drop them off you know and they're going to have them for a day take them here drop them off because i'd i'd want to keep them together because they look out for each other but like it makes me feel like the movie uncle buck you know when like and the, his brother's the, calling yeah. around trying to like find somebody in a pinch to take the kids and like and the then last his brother resort is, is the uncle last buck. and and <laughs> uncle buck was probably the best person for the job though cuz those kids were assholes yeah like ours you know and you know if you don't like it that i call my kids assholes you can kiss my ass because my kids are assholes and a lot of kids are assholes and I bet your kids are assholes too. You just don't want to say it. At least they're cute assholes. Yes, they are. They are very adorable, especially the little one. But the big one, you know, the middle child, he's the biggest kid we got. He's my size and getting bigger. And uh, I, he's so cute, so adorable, and he hates it when we say that. So, you know, he's just, he's almost too pretty to be a boy. It's so funny. Eyelashes. (laughs) Man, I don't know what it is with the kids and their eyelashes. They get it from you. I don't even have that long of eyelashes. Oh, My brother does, though. Yes. And I know, I know your brother's wife listens Mm -hmm. to the podcast. They probably sit on the couch at home and put it on the TV. I I like, I love Bub's eyes. (laughs) He's got very beautiful eyes, you know, and, and just just said my brother had beautiful eyes. I have beautiful eyes. Do I not? (laughs) Baby blues. I love my eyes. Um, It's just one of those things. It's not like, you know, it's not like you don't know your brother has beautiful eyes, so. And you've said it yourself. I love my brother's eyelashes. He used to have to trim them because they smashed up against his like welding. I have that. Sometimes I have that problem where they touch my glasses, and maybe when I'm sweating, and my eyelashes leave little marks on my glasses, mm-hmm. and I have to clean them. And I'm oh man, yeah. <laughs> especially when I'm busy, it's kind of a pain. But it is what it is. We talked a little bit about boomer, boomer grandparents. What what's the deal with that? Why do boomers suck at being grandparents? Do you think? And let's just be clear: we know it's not all boomers. Uh, no, not there's all just, boomers. I know some out there that don't do a very good job. I know some boomer grandparents that are among the best parents, grandparents, best people you could ever know. So my aunt and uncle are boomers, and they're some of the greatest people I've ever met. But they are an exception, not the rule. Um, they take good care of their kids and their grandkids and they're there for them um not just you know not just for you know hey can you know babysit mom you know absolutely but they're there you know in heart you know they they they're for the whole family they go to sporting events they go to you know and and they're very busy grandparents they got to go from one thing to the next thing and sometimes they even have to split up yeah to make sure that they get the places we don't have that and i know most of the people that i know don't have that either 
they don't have somebody in their lives, a grandparent that they can say, well, you know, we'll, we'll go here. Uh, but they don't, they don't have people that will go to sporting events and like my whole life, I didn't have anybody like that. I went to baseball, you know, baseball practice. My parents dropped me off, you know, and it wasn't, they, it wasn't that they didn't do those things with everybody else because they did. They went to all my sister's sporting events, not, not my younger sister, my older sister's sporting events. She was in, um, she was competitive cheerleader, you know, so she, she did that. And you know, they went to some of those things. My grandparents went, nobody ever went to my things. Um, I think I was the youngest. And by the time I was born, very tired. And I can identify with that because I've got four kids myself, but at the same time, you know, if my kid called me and said, Hey, this is very important that you be here for this for me, I'm there, you know, whether I want to be there or not. And I'll, I may let them know, hey, I don't want to be here, but I'm here for you, you know, and that means probably a little bit more to them to know that, hey, he don't want to be here, but he came anyway, you know, and I, I eventually have fun or whatever. And yeah, like I try, like I want to go to like all Sully's like orchestra concerts, even though sometimes they're horrible. And I just wish, it, I just wish when he's done, we can leave. Yeah. And I feel terrible if I'm the one walking out and you don't get to, and he understands because he wants to leave himself. Yeah. So I don't know though, but like, you know, the high school's pretty good, but I mean, like it's forever, like it's another hour and a half, you know, that the high school's playing. So, so when Sully has these concerts, is any, anybody ever come? Jessica came once. Yeah. Well, so that may be my fault because I don't, well, okay. So Sully's no, fault. No, no, because no. Don't Sully say it's your fault me. because you have invited people. And I know I have as well. Don't say it's your fault because you stopped inviting people because nobody ever showed up. Yeah. Like I just don't, like I don't invite anybody because, I mean, like this last year, like this half semester since school started, like Sully hasn't told me until like the week before. That's because he doesn't want to so, do it. Yeah. He doesn't want to do it. So, um, but yeah, so it's, partly my fault because I feel like I don't invite I mean like I did like when he was in sixth grade I would like say yeah so he's got an orchestra concert blah 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 but now I'm just like yeah and and so that's why I quit inviting people as well I used to invite family that's why I don't we don't have birthday parties right nobody showed up because it was the same people the same like four people yeah and I used to say hey if you want people to show up to your party you know buy food and and provide drink and people and that's not the case anymore nobody likes pizza anymore yeah. or then so people will ask like why didn't why do you have a party a party for the four people and right. <laughs> that are gonna show up like right no like we'd rather do something as our own little family and like sully's even told me that like i just want to do something with us yeah uh, okay yeah and i'll tell you why he does that is because he's one of the only kids you know that get to go to like hey what do you want for your birthday i want to go to universal studios all right, let's go. What brought this on is what brought this conversation and episode on was because you were at a family member's house and they had mentioned, hey, you know, when you said this, um, when you said that, um, and I'm referring to when we were standing outside of that, I'm talking to Jessica and Sean, and I said, you know, if you 
I, I don't remember what I said. You said, um, if you tell the kids you're going to do something with them, you got to make sure you do it. Absolutely. And it breaks my heart when those things don't happen. And more than breaks me, my heart, it pisses me off because then I have to do it, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so what she said to me is she said that she thought that that was really sad that you had to say that because that told her that that's happened before that somebody's told the kids they were going to do something and they didn't follow through and do it. Right. Well, it's happened to me my whole life too. So, you know, not for nothing, but it's still happening. Yeah. So we try to protect our kids from letting that happen. And more than just, more than just protecting them. Um, I, I'm also honest with them too. honest with the kids. Hey, don't count on this and happening until it actually happens. Don't count your chickens till a hatch. And the reason why is because they've been disappointed by several people before, not just grandparents or family members, friends, they, friends, they, uh, us, we've let them down a time or two and that's not easy to do, you know, but thank goodness, you know, they're not sitting in a a dark house, it's cold, it's, it's at least it's warm in there and they're taken care of. And a lot of people probably feel that way. And which is, you know, they ignore the feelings that are present with the kids because they're satisfied, they are happy. They don't, nobody cares about the kids' happiness. Yeah. I do. I care about the kids' happiness because when they're happy, I'm happy. And when I'm happy, everybody's happy. Right. And so the kids have been let down many times before by family members, friends. And I, I just, you know, if, if you promise them that you're going to take them to a store, take them to that damn store. It's not that difficult. If you tell them, um, or, or better yet, just keep your mouth shut and come get them and take them to the dang store. It doesn't, ha they don't have to know everything. They don't have to know, Hey, I'm going to take you to the store in two weeks. Just wait two weeks pick them up, take them to the store. You know, that way I don't have to hear about it for the next two weeks. And right. then you don't show up. I got to take them to the store. Mm -hmm. There we go. I'm getting a little better at this pouring thing. We need like um, a reserve pot, you know, like a. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> well, not, not a reserve pot, but like something that that'll flow into so you can just recycle it into the cup. Well, we were looking at Target last night for um, an insulated carafe or an insulated pitcher to to put coffee in to pour. And we found one, seventy five bucks for a pitcher. That's because it's at Target. I don't under Target or not, seventy five dollars for a pitcher. It's ridiculous. I don't know. I, I was like, no, I can't even afford that today. <laughs> I got to go make some money, but, uh, so like, and subscribe. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so the, one of the things that I don't like about the boomer generation is that they think they are the greatest generation that ever lived and they are among the most complacent. Well, you know, like conversations I have with my mom my dad really doesn't you know I talk about my mom a lot because my dad doesn't really talk a lot <laughs> but my mom you know she'll be like well you don't have a real it's just a different generation like 
you know, in my generation, I called my, you know, I called my mom. She says times it's a, a different generation, but then she doesn't acknowledge the fact that you are a part of a different generation. She acknowledges that there is a different generation, but not that you two were separate generations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I was like, mom, like, you know, I don't have time to call you four times a day. Like, I just don't like. And not only that, when you like, when you're talking to her, she just, you'll talk about a little bit about yourself and then she'll talk about herself. And then the moment you start talking about what's going on here, Oh, I got to let you go. Yeah. You know, and that's not just your mom. I know a <laughs> lot of people that do that. And, and I'll, I, once I pointed it out, you see it yeah. all the time, don't you? Yeah. Once, you know, and that's part of the whole what village. You know, I've got a handful of people that I can call and sit and talk to on the phone for a couple hours and to discuss my life, their life, and the happenings going on. But most of the time when, I, when I'm talking to folks, and they want to talk about how they're doing. And then I start talking about me or how I'm doing or our kids or our life. And it's, oh, I got to go, you know. Yeah. And so it's, I've gotten used to it over the years, but. It's it's one of those funny funny things that happens. That, oh, I didn't want to talk on the phone anyway. Yeah, like I literally hate talking on the phone. Me too. With a passion. Me too. And I don't know when that happened because I, when I was younger, I loved to talk on the phone. No, I think it's when I started working in student loan debt collection, and I slowly started to hate talking on the phone. Well, for me, it was watching other people be on the phone. I think, and I used to work. When I, when I did work, my career, I was in underground, underground utility construction, and I was on the road a lot. And it was every, all, all my coworkers being on the phone constantly with their wives. And I'm like, what is, why, why are you, like, you just, didn't you just talk to her like 10 minutes ago? Oh, yeah, but I'm out of the shower now. You know, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I don't get that. I don't get that when Caleb is over there. And he's got Bella on the phone. Like, he's playing the PlayStation or whatever. And then Bella's right. on And not saying anything. And phone. then you and come, like, like I, I come in and start talking bad about Bella. And he's like, Bella's on the phone. You should. Why are yeah. you doing this? Like, the other day I came out and I heard, like, her doing dishes in the back. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, isn't it not bad enough that you spend every second together that you possibly can but then you come here and trying to and get them to the understand that they spend too much time together they don't understand neither one of them understands it mm -hmm. and i'm like the reason why you two aren't getting along is because you've been together for three days yeah. go home <laughs> yeah like absence makes the heart grow fonder it absolutely does especially when you piss each other off like they do you know um and or it's when you piss us off, right? And it's nothing against them or anything because they're just they're kids and they're people like everybody else. But you can tell when they've been around each other for too long because they'll start snapping at each other, mm -hmm. and you and you see it. They don't think you're paying attention, Caleb. We know. We see it, you know. And one time we took him out to dinner, oh, out to lunch, yeah. and it was so it was comical to me, but. I saw the irritation in her face. Well, and I just stopped like, what are you doing? Right. Right. And I don't know where he got that because I'm not like that. You guys, he grabbed this girl's burger, put his hand over the top of her burger and cut her burger in half for her. 
like she was a child and he was her parent. She, I think what it, I think she's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to start this. And he's like, here. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? I love you, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I know we, we did have a conversation about this that day. And I, I was like, hey, you know. Maybe we don't treat our girlfriends like their child, yeah, in like front their of our children <laughs> when we're out to eat, you know, and I'm, I'm like, you know. Meanwhile, your brother's over there stealing all your appetizer. Yes. And that happened. That really happened. While <laughs> Caleb and Bella were preoccupied on something else, and I told them exactly what was happening, we ordered a appetizer for Sully uh-huh. and he got the appetizer and then Caleb and Bella offered to share their appetizer with him. So while they're not paying attention, he's eating all of their appetizer. I say something. I'm like, hey, you're eating all their appetizer. You just, oh, yeah. And then took one bite, and then he kept eating theirs until it was gone. And I so I told Caleb, I was like, you know, since you allowed him to have some, he's going to eat yours until it's gone, and then he's going to eat his. And he's like, that is really what's happening, isn't it? Yeah. And then poor Bella's over here with the fork scraping up the remnants of the appetizer. So next time we take them out, we're going to pay. We're, we're going to pay for all of it so that, yeah. you know, no no sad things happen. Like, that's hilarious, though. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time. You know, one of the things that made us even start thinking about a village was my friend who is a single mom to two kids. And I remember the thing you said to her when we oh. first started helping her. Yeah. Um, when she had I know who you're talking one, about now, yeah. Was like, hey, it takes for, a village. Because I think she kind of felt bad to ask for help. Cause she ladies knew. and gentlemen, we talked about this. We had planned this all out. And we talked about this just not even 12 hours ago. And this this part was all planned out. I know who she's talking about, but I was lost for a second. And I was like, what are you talking about? Well, I don't want to say her name. Right. So. I don't I don't want you to say her name either without talking to her. But yeah. So um, she had asked us to help, if we could help with the transition um, with somebody picking her son up from daycare. Yeah, because there was the time a... she got off work. There was they a, closed. a portion of the day, you know, um, she's, we're, in between the time he has to be picked up from daycare and she gets off of work and is able to pick him up. There was a little bit of a, what is it, an hour, hour yeah. and a half? Yeah. I, I, it wasn't very much time at all. And we are close to his daycare. Mm-hmm. And so I, you had asked, hey, is this okay with you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it takes a village yeah. is what I said. You remember? Yep, yep. And so that's what always made us think like, well, dang, where's our village, you know? So, all right, because we try to help, we try to help our friends with their kids and that sort of thing. Well, to we be can. fair, a couple of our friends have tried. You know, Lindley took Sully to the oh, mall. Oh, gosh. And I, you know, not to embarrass Sully, but he's scared of butterflies. And <laughs> Lindley took him to a butterfly exhibit. <laughs> like, why do you do that? <laughs> It was funny, but... He quickly found out Sully was afraid of butterflies. Yeah, and then, so, uh, I don't remember how old Sully was, but he couldn't wipe himself yet. I think he was seven, eight, maybe, seven, six, seven. He was now, young. And Lindley's, what, 17, 18 years older than me, and he's my, like one of my best friends in the whole world. 
And so, I mean, this guy's old enough, almost old enough to be my dad. So if Sully's young enough to be his grandchild. Yeah. And <laughs> I can't remember how old he was, but he was old enough to be able to do that on his own. And he didn't. He I think didn't he wipe tried. And so a... imagine, you know, your, your best friend that's old enough to be your child's grandfather and takes and Lindley, you're you're the youngest old guy I know, but uh, he, he took took him out and he couldn't wipe himself yet. Scared of butterflies, so he had that, and then he he had an accident, couldn't wipe himself, and and it was Lindley's like I'm never doing that again, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I'm, oh yeah, you will, and he hasn't has he? No, <laughs> nope. But then I don't know if this is more cohesive or a better show than last week, but we're trying. We are, we're trying to fix the audio. You'll yeah, so just, just turn it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, we're, we're still in the, we're trying to figure things out and getting things going here. The, the plan today was to have a, a discussion about where's our village and what a village is. What is a village to you guys? Do you guys have a village? Um, I, I, cause I don't have much of we don't have much of a village and I'm okay with that for the most part. It's just very sad to look back on things and look back on my relationship with my grandparents and realize that my kids don't, don't have that relationship. I'm my daughter, my, my oldest kid, uh, she has a little bit of a relationship with her grandparents, um, on her mother's side, but my mom's dead and you know, my, well, you know the rest of the story, <laughs> my parents, but, um, you know, I, she doesn't, she has that w one set of grandparents and then Caleb, Caleb has one or two sets of grand, you know, one, one set of grandparents, not really ish. He doesn't really have anybody that calls him, any, any grandparents really talk to him on a regular basis. Well, and I think he's kind of in that situation where he's got a set of grandparents that are like active grandparents, like they're, you know, pretty active and healthy. And then he's yeah. got a set of grandparents that aren't very yeah. active. And so, yeah. And, and, and well, it just, you know, what rocket. Well, and, and he lives like so far away from his grand, his one set of grandparents too. So it's really sad though, but rocket and, Sully, it just seems like they don't have any grandparents that really, you know, that would, and, and, and we're not just speaking about grandparents when it comes to a village either. I don't, I've been, I'm, I'm very independent. And the reason why I'm very independent is because anytime I've asked for help before, it's always been no, no, you know, I'm very mean about it when I've asked for help. And I don't know if they've done that so I could do things on my own. But when I'd asked for help from certain people, it was no, because your siblings did this or no, because your mom did this or, you know, and, and it's, it's not just financial help. I'm not talking about finances because I've never been the one to ask anybody for money. Um, I got arrested one time, didn't even call anybody and ask them to bail me out. I just sat there, waited and I dealt with my stuff like a man, but it, it is what it is on, on that aspect. I've dealt with things on my own for so long that 
when people offer help, it's, it takes me aback. And I'm like, I, at this point, I don't need your help. Yeah. I appreciate it. But I'm, you know, or it's like, is this real? Yeah. Like, is this real life? Yeah. And well, when the kids go over to Jessica's house, it's like, what do we do with ourselves? Yeah. It's so quiet, you know? And so we, we started doing a little date night. We haven't really done that because we're broke, but uh, Christmas comes up and we're broke. And well, and, you know, we used to do it on Saturdays, and Saturdays we have a new hobby. So. Yeah, absolutely. I love this time with you. This has been so much fun. Over the last three weeks, it's been so great, so much fun planning everything out, talking to you, having our Saturdays here. And, and you know, just this the amount of support we've gotten with this whole deal, the 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 family members that have talked to us and, hey, you know, we watch your show. and, and, and I like been, it when people are like, we look forward to next week. Absolutely. And I was like, you do? Like, <laughs> it's so, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, what did we talk about that was so fascinating to you yeah. guys? And, I think it's, you know, you shit in the bed. That was, oh that my was God. what I heard the most about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you think that's hilarious, like, you Just know. Just wait. The first time I shit my pants. No. <laughs> the first time I shit, shit the bed. That was a funny story. We'll get into that one of these days. It was... It, it wasn't funny at the time, but I think we both got a good laugh out of it at yeah. the time. And I told like to tell that story. You know, like you did fart on my hand again this morning when I went to try to wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, Ashley told me that uh, we were cuddling in bed and, and I had rolled over and farted into her hand. And the bad thing was, is like my hand was on his back. Wasn't even on his butt. Oh, no. And the fart, I felt come up the back of his pants, and I slowly just moved my hand back to myself. <laughs> she, said she, she said she thought I would have woke up. Why? why? You didn't say no. anything. It was so funny, though, when you told no. me. And that reminds me of something that happened this week that, was, that hasn't happened in a long time. I laughed until I cried. I was on the phone with my brother. And we were having a conversation about farting, obviously. <laughs> Oddly enough, we were talking about... So you're, you've often joked that your life is one big fart joke. Yeah. And so we were talking about farting and, you know, what what is the proper protocol when you're with your spouse and you fart in public? For for me, I tell you, Ashley, we got to go. We got to go. And then you kind of understand what's going on. And anyway, so <laughs> you heard you heard me talking on the phone with my brother yeah. um, and, and laughing until I cried. And, and that's something that hasn't happened in a long time. I love that. I, I, I love laughing, period. But it just seems like there's not a whole lot to laugh about anymore sometimes. Um, life has gotten rather dull since it got cold. It is too cold outside. I'm looking forward to snow because, like, you know, I was telling the lady in the grocery store yesterday because she was talking to Rocket about the snow. Because the first thing when I told him it was snowing outside, he's like, oh, we go build a snowman. I was like, there's not enough snow out there to build a snowman. And I, I was telling the lady that. And I was like, you know, he hasn't even been alive long enough to see a lot of snow. So in four years, I mean, at least four years, there hasn't been a lot of snow. Well, I tell you that so up in New York, they've went 
two years. New York City, they went two years without any significant snow, over an inch, which is very unusual for a place like New York. And uh, I thought that was very weird. But this, so this big storm system that's coming through next week, that's one of the things that they were talking about is New York's finally going to get snow after two years. And I'm like, ooh, I bet everybody in New York's excited about that. Like, I can't even. Have you ever been to New York? No. You look at me like I would know you that. You should know but that. I, do you think they know that? Oh. <laughs> no. Drove through New York. That was about as far as close to New York as I got. I could see the Statue of Liberty off in the distance and the, uh, that other thing, that other, the big buildings, we, you know, that everybody knows the, the Empire State Building and stuff like that. We've seen, we've seen that stuff from a distance. Um, but Niagara Falls, that was cool. And that was one of those things I wasn't, you weren't with me and I was kind of homesick for. But uh, I needed that vacation because it was in the middle of middle of COVID. I was going nuts here with the kids by myself. I had no escape. And that's one of the things that I struggle with all the time is I don't have an escape. I don't have an outlet to, I can't just leave and go to work and escape from my everyday world here. I don't go out without you and the kids. I don't have a whole lot of friends um, out outside of, you know, the family members and the, the people I talk to on a regular basis. I don't, and I don't really get to hang out with them much because if the kids can't go, I don't go. And which is very, you know, it sucks sometimes, but most of the time I'm okay with that. And I'm like, hey, you know, if the kids can't go, I'm not going to be there. So, and it, it's, it's, I don't like to split up and go to places alone just because, you know, I don't like to have to hire a babysitter to, to, or I don't have a babysitter to hire so we can go to places and I don't want to go alone because we don't have a babysitter. And I don't want you to have to go alone because we don't have a babysitter, but I don't mind sitting with the kids so you could go hang out and do, do something. But I personally find that if, if I have to do that, if I have to leave you here so I can go hang out somewhere, I feel bad the entire time I'm gone because you aren't with me or the kids can't be there or I'm not available to be with the kids. And so it makes me feel terrible sometimes. And, and a lot of those pressures I put on myself. Um, and, and the kids certainly don't expect me to be there every minute of the day. They like that I'm, I'm here. They like that I'm available, but they certainly don't need me. And one of the things that is, is difficult for us to do is to let go when we do have that help and trust because we've been let down so many times by, oh, we'll, we'll take care of this. We'll take care of that. Then you find out later on, you know, like we left solely with your mom for that graduation. He didn't take a shower the entire time we were gone. That we come home and he's a stinky kid now, you know, and I'm like, did you not take a shower the whole time? And no. Caleb, Caleb was DoorDash and Burger King. Remember that? Oh, my goodness. And, she had, and we had bought all those groceries. Oh, earlier, so. my goodness. The amount of money these kids will spend on DoorDash simply because they don't want to go get their food. Or they think it's free. They think the DoorDash is free. But then, like, one time 
I saw somebody DoorDash and not tip their driver. That drives me nuts because the amount of food that they got wasn't very much. And I guarantee you, if that driver knew that they weren't going to get tipped, they would have gotten somebody else's order. And I'm, I'm, why do you do that? Yeah. You know, tip your driver. Tip well, your and I knew people. somebody that door dashed on the side and delivered a pretty big order out to like one of the very nice, rich, <laughs> I think, wealthy I think I know what you, neighborhoods, yeah. and they tipped them zero dollars. Now, see, I, it, I've done that. With and the, they live all the way in the south part of town, and they drove all the way up to the north east side right. of town to deliver that order. And I've, I've done that myself with, like, pizza delivery. You know, I've ordered, I've ordered pizza, and when it, go, when it gets here, you know, I've, I've paid online with the card, and then when it gets here, I tip in cash. Yeah. And so I, I've been one of those guys that didn't leave a tip on the online order, but I tipped in cash when they got here. Yeah. And it irritates me so much. If you can't afford to tip, stay home. And I understand that the tipping culture is stupid. I get it. But it is what it is. It is not the waitress's fault that their employer doesn't pay them a, a salary and, and and their salary, a very good salary, and their salary has to be supplemented by tips. It's not a waitress's fault. She could always go work somewhere else, but... You know, she's good at the service industry is what she wants to do. It's not my business to tell her what, you know, tell her or him what they, what they ought to do. But uh, tipping culture is a thing. And since it is a thing, tip your waiters and waitresses, folks, tip your food staff. Even if it's, you know, even if they don't allow tips, give them a compliment, smile, do some, be nice. That's. Be nice. And if you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, like, you're probably a really good tipper. Which is odd. And if you haven't worked in it, you should go try it out. Which is odd because I've not worked in the restaurant industry. I worked two weeks at Sonic and I got fired for having a bad attitude. Imagine that. I I made it two weeks at Sonic and I never tried any fast food before or since. Um, Working in the restaurant industry was like one of the best jobs I ever had. I loved it, but it's really hard work. I bet it's fun though. You know, if you get a good crew that you like working with, I bet it's stressful at times, but for the most part, it's probably pretty fun. And and then you have assholes that you have to deal with that don't tip. Went to Red Lobster one time. She, this, this waitress spent, extra attention and extra time with our child. So I was like, you know, it's, it's Christmas time and, you know, enjoy your Christmas. And, uh, 2021, I think was the last time. Uh, it's weird that I can remember the last time we went to Red Lobster. 2021 was the last time we went to Red Lobster. COVID was going on and, you know, I gave a pretty decent tip and the waitress thanked us for the big tip and I said, Hey, 2021 has been really good to us, you know, and, and we want to, we want to pass that along and, you know, have a good year and this, that, and the other thing. But, uh, so we, we kind of, in a sense, are a village for those people in a way, but, uh, back to the circle back around to the, the village and we'll get out of here and plan a little bit better show next week. 
Okay. You know, um, we'll, we'll get you guys a better product and we'll get some planning sheets. And, you know, I think that this week we, we tried to stay on topic a little bit more than we did in the past, but, and and we're just, we're going to keep getting better. We're going to keep getting better. We're talking to a few guests right now to kind of have a guest here and there. I don't think, I think what I want to do is even when we have guests, I want to just throw those shows out there. And I want to keep doing this every Monday. Well, and also, like, in the comments, you guys should tell us what you would like to hear us talk about. Yeah, or if you have any funny stories. If you think you'll be a good guest. If like, you have any funny stories that you want to hear, you know, or you want to hear us talk about a certain subject, or you want to hear me talk, you want to hear me call my kids assholes again, let, let us know. Let us or know. if you want to hear about farts. Uh, if you have a problem with me calling my kids <laughs> assholes, let us know, you know, um, reach out to us we're on facebook we're on twitter uh at coffee bad dad on twitter uh, at coffee with bearded bad dad on facebook you can find us on both of those places i don't have my email listed on the youtube yet we're also on spotify spotify apple Podcasts, anywhere where you can find your podcast we're probably there and if we're not there's a reason why um I had to pay to pay pay to play on Apple. Right now, we're only on audio because I'm too lazy to set that up yet. I haven't. I have. I paid for it. I just haven't set it up yet. I did all the taxes and stuff like that. I just haven't put the video on there. But uh, we're we're gonna keep working on this show and put out a better product. This is a uh, this is only episode three of a very very long show. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing this show even if it doesn't make any money. This is this is a cool hobby. I love it. I, I, this has been so much fun over the last three weeks, just doing this with you and talking about it and learning what we're doing. And the editing process looks like murder, but I don't have to deal with that. Um, this week we've got a you guys are going to notice we've got a little change this week. We got some intro music. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I haven't, I've heard it, but I haven't heard it at the beginning of the show with the, the logo and all that stuff. I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, we're, we're going to keep working for you, and we're going to put out a better product every week. It's going to get better. Uh, here in a couple weeks, we're going to start adding a guest here and there. We're going to keep this going every Monday with just the two of us, I think. And then when we have a guest, we'll when we have the, the time to finish and edit that, we'll just throw it out as, as they come. And we'll keep doing this every Monday. How do you, how do you like that? That'd be good. Awesome. Well, until next week, guys. Um, I don't have many outtakes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he just uh, keeps throwing that headphone stand yeah. across the Lindley table. said he likes the the outtakes at the end, and we don't have many outtakes today. But uh, we'll we'll put what we did have in there. And until next week, we'll see you. Bye. I'm gonna Every have to move time. this thing. I'm gonna have to move this thing. It's just my favorite thing he says. Skip. We move. But you don't say anything. And when, and I mean, you know, you're looking at me right now. And I probably should shut up. <laughs> but, uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Bearded Bad Dad. This is my host. Ashley. And I'm Ricky. Well, I don't know. Why, why? <laughs>